Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Scoyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Hello, everyone. Thank you for participating. Coming back, we are going to be looking at Ren Thirteen. To run eighteen, these are the group of points that's on our abdomen, all the way up to our chest. And with me is Professor James Scoin. Hi, Jim. Hi, Dal. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. The weather is、okay. getting cooler. It is wonderful to be in this cooler, especially in California. But you know, you never last. It can get warm pretty quickly again. And、uh, how's the weather over there? Over here, it's fine. It's very comfortable weather. Oh, that's great. Well, shall we dig in? Yes. All right. The first one that we are going to be looking at is Ren Thirteen Sanwan. Sanwan is、uh, particularly interesting、uh, in the sense that、um, it、uh, Sun means、uh, upper. One means stomach. It basically denotes the upper part of the stomach. Of course, it's a way to differentiate between zhongwan point and xiaowan point.、Um, and、uh, so Jim will talk to us about the location. But very interestingly, this xiaowan, the upper stomach point, really corresponds. To the cardiovascular, or commonly known as the esophageal valve, and so、um, interesting anatomical position. It sometimes is called san guan, san guan,、uh, or wei guan, or wei wan, or san ji. So quite a bit of other different names. This point originated or documented in Huangdi Neijing Lin Su Si Si Qi, where it talk about when a person cannot eat the food, usually means the diaphragm is stuck, and this is where the pathogen is in the stomach, and by treating this point Sangwan, and it will help. To move the food downward and dissipate downward, and so this is kind of like the first discussion of it. We also see it in Zhenjiu Jiaqing as well, where it discusses the location of the point. And while we are on that subject, Jim, how would you locate this point? Run thirteen is located five zone above the belly button, or above the run eight point, and just to. Review. It's a proportional unit、uh, measurement, so it's located on the line、uh, from Ren Eight to Ren Sixteen, and that's defined as eight sun. So we're talking about again five sun from the belly button on the anterior midline. And am I presuming that we are locating this point while they're in the supine position? Most of the time, it's clinically useful to treat in the supine position. Although I could imagine being done in a side position for certain conditions, but mostly in the supine position. Yes. The reason I'm saying that is that if you are standing or sitting up, doesn't it just kind of compresses the measurement? Well, cer- certainly, if you're sitting, it would compress somewhat. But、uh, in general, for practical purposes, in the supine position allows for. The best、uh, needling, and、uh, especially in,、uh, for the purposes of treating some of the indications we're trying to treat, such as nausea, vomiting, and belching, burping, etc. Well, as a characteristics of this point, this point is a very popular point in the sense is that it's an intersecting point of the stomach yangming stomach channel, as well as the Han Taiyang small intestine channel, as well as the Ren channel. Uh, Ren channel, and、uh, this point has the action of harmonizing stomach, preventing、uh, descending reversals, dissolve phlegm, calms the spirit, and it also has some pacifying liver function as well, as well. 
and it also does, um, as I said earlier, dissolve phlegm. So any kind of phlegm conditions relating to the digestive system seems to have a very good effect on. So Jim, what are some of the primary indications you would use this point for? Well, I'd like to list primarily stomach indications uh, for this point over the stomach area and include with those hiccups and nausea and vomiting and pain in the epigastric region, indigestion, sour reflux, as well as uh, using it for similar indications, REN12, in a general sense for stomach pathology like excessive thirst or dry mouth because the stomach is the source of the fluids and also for the appetite, including both a diminished appetite or excessive appetite or excessive hunger. So a wide range of stomach-specific symptoms is what I'm suggesting. I'm going to add on to it is that this point in particular, and as we go upward, it seems like it has been also used for mental illnesses and disorders, specifically in the areas of restlessness, insomnia, fright, anxiety, that relates to excessive phlegm, congestion, and dampness retention. Uh, that seems to have been discussed in some of the ancient texts. And as for point combination, this point frequently combined with pericardium 6 to treat acute stomach pain, vomiting, and reflexes, combined with um, large intestine 10 and pericardium 6 and stomach 36 for acute gastritis. We can also combine with obviously REN12 just for localized pain and circulate qi and uh, strengthen stomach and dissolve uh, uh, food stagnation. And uh, we can also combine with stomach 40. Uh, that, of course, is heat clearing and, de- and phlegm dissolving function. So we can use that for uh, subcardia pain, vomiting, as well as sanhan uh, uh, injury by cold to the stomach, as well as parasites. We can also combine our inserting with heart 7 for the treatment of manic uh, insomnia, restlessness. Combined with stomach 40, which I talked about earlier, um, and stomach 36, um, as well as a CV4, as well as liver 14, uh, for the treatment of abdominal distension, especially severe distensions. We can also combine with the Sanjiao Su point in the back Su point for the treatment of indigestion as well. So, Jim, uh, how would you needle this point? In general, I needle it perpendicularly, 0.5 to up to 1.5 sun, but usually around 1 sun deep, basically reaching the linea alba in the middle, penetrating it slightly and not uh, penetrating to a deep insertion where there's a possible organ injury or an injury because of the needle's penetration into the peritoneal cavity. Yeah, I think there is some text that actually tells you to actually do not uh, needle um, sideways, obliquely. Only perpendicularly um, is allowed. And also suggest not use thick and big needle as well as using a lot of thrusting and lifting method to avoid any kind of injury and damage to the stomach. It also talks about how to be careful to needle after a full meal because stomach is distended. As well as in pregnant women, obviously this point can be moxad. There's also a, care, a careful um, kind of notation for that if there is um, hepatomegaly as well as splenomegaly where the edge of these two organs might get close to this point. Obviously, all the other points are up and down this area. I think we all have to be careful with these kind of two conditions. And so I just want to add on to that classics. Zhen Jiu Jia Yijin talk about the intersecting point. He also talk about is widely use for dizziness, for headache, feverish body, um, an inability to sweat, 
subcardiac pain, parasitic infections, excessive salivation, indigestion, epigastric distension, um, and uh, uh, inability, oh, uh, 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 bowel movement issues, um, and uh, so even vomiting blood. And Tonan Sushi, uh, besides that, it's also using cholera, and it also uh, has been used in wind, heat kind of conditions. Zhen talk about same thing, additionally, used for borrhythmus, jaundice, um, and as well as tumors. And Yulongge used the same thing, but night types of heart pain and spleen pain. And uh, Pu Ji Huang talk about how it's very good for febrile diseases, febrile diseases. And in research, well, first of all, if we eat too fast or we get full too much, we can actually massage this point, but in a circular motion, in an hour rounding this point for three to five minutes, this can help the food to descend, especially when there's some nausea, vomiting, and as well as belching or burping. Uh, there's some research that shown if we treat this point, it can actually increase healing of any kind of stomach ulceration. And, uh, and but if we combine with other points like REM 12 as well as pericardium 6, under the observation of x-ray, we actually see how it can relax the diaphragm spasm and increases peristalsis of the food. Um, and for chronic gastritis, by using this point combined with stomach 36, it can use to increase the stomach juices, increase the acidity of the stomach, and actually increases the digestibility of the stomach. So that's what I have for this point. Very good. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, I think the mental disorder was interesting um, because I was thinking, I think this area is near the vagus nerve, isn't it? Yes. And I wonder if there is some kind of sympathetic, parasympathetic kind of um, reflect kind of um, interesting. Anyway, just some thought to that. Okay, let's move on to Ren 14. Ji Jue. Ji Jue means large. Jue means the door or the gate of a palace. This is the heart mu point. And this is where the qi of the heart goes in and out. So in some way, it basically means this is a large door. It means this is a very, very important door and we must be respectful. And it basically means we must be respectful to the locationless point that relates to the heart, relates to the heart. Frequently, it's also named ju guang or ju quan or Xin Mu or Xin Mu. It originated interestingly in the classics of pulse, Mai Jin, where it talk about when there is a twin pulse that is slippery, okay, and when there's young excess, when the chest is falling congested, when there's vomiting reversal, we should uh, drink Qian Hu prescription herb and at the same time needle tai yang point and run 14 ji jue to sedate to clear this congestion uh, so how do you locate this point uh, run 14 is six abdominal sun superior to the umbilicus or the run eight point and i would imagine we would still uh, locate in supine position you know zhen jiu jai jing talk about how there is a saying that in some mm, acupuncturists, uh, they say that is actually 6.5 chun above the belly button. Have you heard about that? No, I didn't, but maybe only on large people. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> no, so. I don't know <clears throat> about that. I think so. Maybe just long torso. Maybe just long torso. I don't know. Well, this is the mood point of the heart. 
move point of the heart. I think something called a move a non point of the heart. It's uh, is an action of coming the spirit, coming the heart, opens up the chest, chest and stop pain. It also regulates chi, especially harmonize stomach chi and benefit the diaphragm. Uh, so since it's a move point of the heart, it relates a lot to deal with uh, uh, heart issues or spirit issues. So I'm going to leave you to talk to us about the primary indications. I'm going to start with, again, a list of stomach indications that I did with REN13. Then I'll add some heart organ-specific indications. So we'll start with the hiccups, the pain in the epigastric region, indigestion, sour reflux, borborygmus could be thrown in here as an indication, nausea, vomiting, excessive thirst, dry mouth, diminished appetite, as well as excessive appetite. And uh, the heart-specific, in the sense of energetic heart-specific, are include psychic manifestation, restlessness, as you mentioned with REN13 as well, but maybe even a more general application for different heart patterns and psychic manifestations. I'll also add thoracic pain. Now, that's not um, a main point for chest pain, but it might be used as one in the sense of its uh, theoretical characteristic of a heart move point. Well, you're right. I mean, as a heart move point, <clears throat> we use a lot for manic, depressive kind of condition, epileptic conditions, um, and it's also very good for stomach issues, parasitic infections, schizophrenia. It goes back and forth between the heart and the stomach, and as well as gallbladder issues. So um, thank you, Jim, for that. Uh, let's go to point combination. REN14 frequently combined with a hard SU point, I believe it's bladder 15, uh, to the treatment of cardiac pain angina. Uh, it can also combine with REN12, stomach 40, um, small intestine 3, for the treatment of uh, manic conditions. We can also combine with stomach 36 as well as stomach 44 for the treatment of reflux, stomach reflux. Um, we can combine with Sangwan, which is learn 13, to help to uh, treat abdominal distension as well as abdominal pains. Um, for heart pain, we can again combine with the Shinsu bladder 15 for palpitation, for heart pain, for anxiousness, for insomnia, for giftedness. We can combine as well as Ren 17, which we'll talk about later, to open up the chest, to get rid of chest pain, get rid of any edema and chest congestion and flame and asthma. Uh, combined pericardium 6 and heart point can be used for angina. We can also combine with sun gel, I believe this is 6, and spleen 4 and spleen 9 for the treatment of cholera. cholera. Um, we can combine large intestine 4, which you can tonify, and sedate spleen 6 uh, for very strong, severe Qi uh, energy, Qi congestion in the chest where that one cannot breathe also. Um, and we can combine with REN12 uh, for the treatment of any kind of reversals. So quite a bit of combination, very important point for a lot of people. Uh, how would you needle it? Perpendicularly, similar to REN13, 0.5 to up to 1.5, but that's a rare case, and most of the time about one sun deep. That's great. Um, so can, there are some places where that it decided to say that you can actually needle obliquely upward 0.5 to 1 sun. Would you do that? You know, um, you mentioned it uh, before by REN13. Well, I mentioned most of the time it's needled perpendicularly. Of course, there are often variations that can um, be uh, emphasized depending upon the indication. If I was treating REN14 or a uh, condition with REN14, such as pain in the epigastrum, and the pain 
was diffused to, say, lateral to the stomach channel from the midline, I might consider needling obliquely laterally uh, in the direction of the border of the pain. Or if it was uh, uh, a wide area in the epigastric region, I might try REN14 perpendicularly lifted and then redirected inferiorly. So I can imagine uh, adapting the direction of needling to uh, better affect the indication, but in most cases, I'm using it in a perpendicular direction. You know, there's also a, I don't know if it's a myth, maybe you can debunk this for us, but uh, it actually, the doctor, uh, there's a saying, if you're going to needle this correctly, you need to have the patient raise the arm, both arms up. And the reason being is that it lifts the diaphragm out of the way. So that when you needle, you don't hurt the diaphragm. Have you heard about this? Is this something, just a myth, that we should just don't even worry about it? Well, I'm not really sure that would give the the, the desired effect as you just mentioned that. So I don't want to contradict it or don't want to say it can't be possible, but I'm not certain it would achieve that result at the same time. Uh, I, of course, there's often references to uh, unique applications to all the points. We're often referring primarily to the most typical way to treat it. Uh, there's also uh, uh, discussions on how deep one can needle points like REN12, 13, and 14. Of course, from the structure, we have the uh, abdominal aorta at the deepest level, uh, and there's some variation sometimes, so being cautious just because of variation and depth is one issue. But um, in some cases, there's an argument that the, the hollow organ of the stomach will retract. So I've also heard that some practitioners or one very famous Shanghai doctor, maybe you're aware of that as well, needled these points quite deep into the stomach area without any concern about damage. And I'm not going to suggest that's appropriate, just we're talking about possibilities. And uh, again, if uh, a particular doctor has uh, emphasized that depth or an angle, that might be possible, but I would like to suggest to the listeners to con- to uh, per- essentially emphasize perpendicular depth to perpendicular uh, direction of the needle to a depth of 0.5 to 1.5 at the most. Thank you. Now, we can also mark this point, and this point has been known. If you mark every time for 5 to 10 minutes for 10 sessions straight, it actually can cure and can treat gastroptosis, where, which is a prolapse of stomach. Um, now, we went through um, the needling. Let's talk about classics. Bian Chue Xun Su talk about this is a very strong point for basically manic and so and he suggests to first moxa this point in 14 then turn around and moxa the heart suit blad, uh, bladder uh, 15 and that can calm a person down dramatically Zhen Jiu Jiaijin talk about how this point can be used for febrile disease chest congestion, abdominal congestion, excessive pain, uh, loss of cognition, uh, pelvic fullness, heart pain, shortness of breath, chest congestion, manic anger, um, and uh, um, scolding and excessive uh, foul language, vomiting blood, chest tightness, shortness of breath, asthma, uh, hernia, uh, palpitation. Oh my God! It basically covers all. Beiji Qian Jin Yao Huang speak about the same way. So is the tone and su xie, but tone of su xie actually talk about any kind of parasitic infection, especially roundworms, are causing heart pain. Zhen Jiu Da Chen consolidated everything, and he also actually talk about it for. Um, preeclampsia, uh, a situation where you have hypertension. Um, and this is a point that's very, very close at the top of a, a, a abdominal pregnancy. So it seems to be safe if you needle correctly. So that's what I have. 
and uh, if you massage this point, we can use for gastropsis, and it's known for gastro uh, gastropsis. Um, the research have shown that, and uh, this is China, of course. Uh, they use two twin needle, and then they use uh, they needle this point going toward the left side. Um, and 45 degree and gently lift and uh, very gently lift and they have found that to be a very effective technique to a gastrotosis. Second thing the research have shown that it increases peristalsis and actions of the stomach. It relaxes the esophagus, allow the food to come in much easier. Interesting enough, it can also help to reduce contraction of the goal of the uh, bile duct. It helps to improve secretion of bile and actually reduces any kind of um, uh, cholecystitis issues. So that's all I have for research. Anything to add before we go to run 15? Let's go to run 15. Run 15. Jiuwei. Jiu is a type of bird. It's a red-colored dove, commonly known as Streptopenia tranquibarica, and Jiuwei means the tail of this particular particular um, bird. Of course, this relates to the anatomical structure that Jim will talk about for us. But basically, this bird is a basically a bird that love to uh, live together. And uh, so in some ways, um, this point is particularly relates to uh, stomach uh, issues related to that area, has a lot to do with more the shape of the anatomy than its function. And this originated, and it's got different names. Um, it has the name of Wei Yi. It has the name of Gan Senhu Yi Qian. And um, it um, originates from Huan Di Nei Jin Lin Su Jiu Zhen Si Yuan. Talk about Gao Zhi Yuan Chu Yu Jiu Wei. Gao Zhi Yuan Chu Yu Jiu Wei. Means the origination of this diaphragm really comes from this point, Ren 15. So how would you locate this point? Well, the Ren 15 point is on the anterior midline, like the other Ren points we just discussed. This one is defined more by the bony structure of the xiphoid process, and it's directly inferior to the bony tip of the xiphoid process. Do you measure from the junction between the sternum and the xiphoid process, or do you measure from the tip <laughs> of the xiphoid process? Number two, uh, because the xiphoid process, an anatomical structure, a bone, is of variable length, sometimes short and sometimes long, and of shape, sometimes it's pointed exactly downward and sometimes it's curved inward, and once in a while it's actually curved outward. Basically, I'm going by the bony structure, identifying it, palpating the tip of it, the inferior end of it, and needling just off that bone. Yeah, there's definitely some textbook that talk about the location is from the junction between the xiphoid process and the sternum. And it's one twin below it. It's very interesting. That's what I hear. So I thought I'd share that with you. Um... Okay, let's move on to action and indication. Um, <clears throat> this is a Ren channel branching point. It's also the source point of diaphragm. Source point of diaphragm. It has the action of calming the spirit, calming the heart, opening up the chest, and manage asthma. It dissolves phlegm, harmonizes stomach, descends reversals, clear heat, and extinguish wind. Um, so, quite a bit of action, and uh, and and it has a lot of primary indications. So, Jim, let's talk about some uh, indications. Okay, I'll repeat many of the stomach-specific indications of 
Ren 13 and 14, this is also a local point, starting with hiccups and mentioning pain in the epigastric region, the indigestion, the nausea and the vomiting, excessive thirst and dry mouth and excessive appetite and diminished appetite. However, I'd like to add also the common indication with REN 14 that would be psychic manifestations. In fact, I might consider needling both of these points in a combination for those indications. And one of my um, one of the unique indications of this point, REN 15, is as a connecting point with the uh, uh, the REN channel that uh, connects it with the DO channel, so to speak, is treating low back pain on the posterior midline. So this is one where I'll treat in standing position. Since you were going to ask me anyway, I'll say it right away. Where the patient is standing, I'll palpate that bone, put the needle in on an angle to a depth of perhaps one soon, and then have the patient move in a lumbar extension, flexion, side bending, and rotation if it's appropriate, and expect a, an effect on praying that might be present in the low well, back. Well, we, um, I. Uh, could it be used for more mid-back pain since it's in the uh, level of mid-back? Lo- logically, it would be working for that as a point for, um, based upon its uh, location, as you're saying, we can do a point in front for exactly that level and back. But I found it useful up to now for low back pain on the spinal level. Do my channel pathology. Thank you, Jim. And I'm just going to add one more thing. Um, the difference between REN 15 and REN 14 and 13 is that, as you can see, is very good for digestive issues as well as heart issues. Now, the difference with this point, now you're talking about a lot more chest issues, a lot more lung issues, a lot more asthma and cough, those kind of issues. That's more included comparatively to, say, REN 14 and, and REN 14 and 13. So that's how about uh, point combination. REN15 can be used to combine with small intestine 3 to the treatment of epilepsy. We can combine with CV6 as well as uh, REN12 for the treatment of vomiting and reflux. We can combine with kidney 1 to use for salivation as well as epilepsy. We can combine with REN12 um, as well as lung 1, I'm sorry, not lung 1, lung 11, uh, for the treatment of stomach pain, stomach distension, and inability to sleep. We can also max out this point, REN15, as well as max out the umbilicus for the treatment of actually excessive sexual activity causing asthma and weakness. Um, we can also combine with stomach 36, obviously, for stomach pain. Um, so, nice point uh, combination. How would you needle this point? This one, in comparison with the um, points, REN 13 and 14, I tend to needle obliquely inferiorly. So, I'm using that bony tip of the xiphoid process and angling needle slightly inferior from that on an oblique angle. Actually, Tone and Sushi talk about how this point is actually very difficult to needle since it's in a junction. And so it actually advises not to maxa. I uh, believe the maxa, it will be too hard for the body. And even talk about to actually uh, bring the head up a little bit while uh, one needles. Um, and there's a lot of text talk about since this point is so close to the heart, so close to the diaphragm, it's uh, telling people to be very careful if you needle incorrectly, cause damage to the diaphragm, you're going to be having incessant uh, uh, hiccups, incessant hiccups. So I thought I'd add that in there. Very good. Okay, uh, do we talk about classics? Oh, I need to go to the classics. So the classics, Huang Di Nei Jin Su, and talk about this point is right on the bone area, and uh, is the branch of the Ren uh, channel, 
and uh, basically very good when it's excess is uh, for excess condition mm. we can use for abdominal distension uh, for deficiency condition we can use for itchiness itchiness Zhen says we can use this for sore throat throat congestion and unable to eat Tonen Sushi talk about this could be used for stroke wind stroke as well as abdominal distension and chest distension and cough and asthma. Zhen Jiu Dazhen talk about how the, this is very much look like the bird's tail. And Zhe Jiu Dazhen continue to say, this is uh, besides everything else I said earlier, uh, it's been known to also um, basically uh, treat um, uh, restlessness and chest congestion and as well as in, insomnia, insomnia. Okay, and research shows, and if you use full finger and tap on this point, this can actually help to improve all the luster of your skin and also help to increase cognitive function. Let's talk about some researches. One, it actually have shown that it can actually increase heart cardiac function and circulation to the brain. So I can see this as a stroke prevention point. Two, it can also be used for gallbladder roundworm infection. Gallbladder roundworm infection. Three, it actually has a very strong effect on the gallbladder and the bile. It increases bile secretion and also increases contraction of the uh, uh, bile duct. Bile duct. So it's beneficial on discharging any kind of parasites. Um, situation. And number four, um, if we stimulate this with stomach 36, it's almost very good for any kind of gastritis issue. And a minor detail, it can actually reduce the saliva's pH, so make it a little bit more acidic. And the last one, not the least, is that interesting enough, it actually has a very good effect on hypertension hypertension and especially in uh, they call it stage three hypertension where you can lower the blood pressure almost as large as 20 to 30 points 20 to 30 points and frequently after treating a point we usually add on large test and four to for 30 minutes uh, to help to reduce the blood pressure now you can also increase the blood pressure. Uh, so it, it goes dual ways. It just depends on what your body needs. Okay, Jim, that's all I have. Let's go to REN16. REN16, it's Zong Tin. Zong means in the middle. Tin means courtyard, the middle of the courtyard. And this point, it's almost like in a palace, in the Chinese palaces, you can tell the courtyard, the garden, is always in the middle of the palace. So this is basically saying the location of this point, where that is in the middle. Now, the next few points takes on naming connotation of Taoist uh, religion as well as Taoist cultivation. And the reason is that now you're entering areas where these area, these particular center and points are frequently used uh, by the Taoists for meditation and cultivation purposes. So you're going to start seeing a connotation or more naming convention that relates to Taoist practices. Uh, so that's also the other meaning for this point. Now, this point has other, uh, basically, name. It's also called Longxia. And it originated from Zhen Jiu Jiai Jing, where you say Zhong Ting is below Ren 17, about 1.6 Chun. 1.6 Chun. Okay, so how do you locate this point? <laughs> uh, I'm going to avoid the 1.6 Chun and just say this is directly inferior to the sternum. Uh, you could also define its location, and it's essentially the same as being at the superiormost aspect of the xiphoid process, and of course is on the anterior midline. It would be defined, or uh, that distance is defined as eight sun, so this is eight sun above the navel, 
But the anatomical location is the proper location, not the proportional measurement. That's great, Jim. And as for action goes, it can open up the chest, dissolve distension, descending reversal, and stop vomiting. Stop vomiting. And uh, so it has a lot of functions that relates with its own reversals. And so the meaning a lot of times for this point is also calming in nature, calming in nature. Uh, so how would you uh, treat it? What's your, uh, what would you use it for? Well, this point for me has always been more of a landmark point, a point to identify a, a other REN points from their location, but I could use it for local action such as thoracic pain. It also has been used to massage in pediatric for excessive vomiting of milk. You know, when you're breastfeeding, you couldn't actually get it down. By massaging this point, using a little tonic oil actually helps to relax and help the baby to take in breast milk. So that has been known also as well. So point combination, we can combine uh, with uh, basically zhongfu. Zhongfu, uh, um, I believe, is uh, lung one. Lung one. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, for the treatment of diaphragm congestion, asthma, reflux, and uh, food distension and chest congestion. We can combine pericardium six for vomiting. Vomiting. In fact, this point has been known to be very good in the treatment of vomiting. So that's all I have. Um, how would you needle it? Uh, now that we're over bone, I'm needling horizontally, and I'm needing to depth of uh, 0.3 tsun from 0.32 up to half a tsun. What's your direction? Uh, again, if I were needling it for chest pain, I might needle it in three different directions or even four, laterally in both directions and then uh, superiorly and inferiorly, but most often it would be for me a slightly inferior direction. Inferior just because, just because the anatomical location places it directly below the sternum, which is usually a, a raised structure compared to the xiphoid process, there's a little, often palpable raised border. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, you can max out this point as well, and um, and because I just very interesting because I was thinking that. You know, if you're needling downward, it's against the channel. So if you're needling that way, then you would consider that as a sedation technique. So maybe used for excess kind of condition. But if you're needing upward, you're following the channel. So you might be used that for tonification. And just wondering how that can be used for mental illnesses, as you mm-hmm. and I, you were talking about that. Uh, classics, Zhen Jiu, Jia Yijin, talk about how this point is a very, very important point for almost any kind of vomiting issues. Okay, and if you look at Beiji, Qianjin, Yao Huang, you look at Taiping, Senghui, when you look at Zhen Jiu, Jiu Yin, it's like every single time it talk about is uh, one of the most important point to treat for any kind of vomiting especially not just adult, but also used for children, for infants that vomits breast milk. Okay, research. Well, I don't have much to show for in research area, but I can tell you if you massage from upper, lower uh, direction a hundred times every time, once a day, it will help to release the chest distension, vomiting as well as belching. So Jim, anything else to add before we go to Ren 17? No, I think we need to reserve plenty of time for Ren 17, so let's go on to that next point. Another Taoist point, Taoist name, uh, basically San Zhong. San Zhong. San Zhong means in the chest, in the middle of the chest. Sanzong also means it's a pericardium. Sanzong also means it's a minister of the king. Sanzong also means it's the palace that houses the heart. 
And so Sanzong has a lot, a lot of meaning. It's the perfect meaning for this particular location of this point. It's commonly known as Yuan'e, Xiongtang, Sanqihai, Yuanjiao, and Yuanjian, I'm sorry, Yuanjian and Yuancen. And it's first initially talked about and documented or originated from Huangdi, Neijing, Ninsu, Ganjie, where it talked about the root of the drain channel as well as organ may come from liver one. But where it branches is really at Ren 17. So how would you locate this point, Jim? Well, I locate this on the anterior midline at the level of the fourth intercostal space. In just a, a moment, I'll describe more how to find the intercostal spaces so that we can identify this point and the one superior to it more precisely. Um, first of all, I'm searching for the cartilage of the proximal second rib or at the proximal end of the second rib, better to say that which is at the same level of the sternal angle over the manubrial sternal notch. And then I'm moving laterally from this midline location uh, off of the uh, manubrium and sternum and falling into the first and second intercostal spaces. Then I'll walk down in that uh, proportion in those proportions to the third and then eventually to the fourth intercostal space so that I identify the level at that point. So in the level of the fourth intercostal space. So, do you go by that is a midpoint between two nipples? No, I do not. Well, that's obvious, but in the Chinese, in the different acupuncture texts, it actually talk a lot about it. I just want to bring that into everybody's uh, thought process. Sanzong is one of the eight influential points. Is uh, eight influential point of the qi, of the qi. Sometimes it's called the sea of qi. It's also the mu point, the front mu point of the heart, pericardium, uh, pericardium. Some people say this point is for one of the huen po, is used for huen, it's an influential point for huen. It has the action of regulating qi, open up the chest, clear the lung, dissolve phlegm. It also stop, stop pain, replenish the body fluid, uh, it also has blood activating function and it also opens up the channels and collaterals. Okay, um, so it has many, many different effects. So, how would you use this point, Jim? I'm going to start with thoracic pain as a local application and go to breast pain or breast conditions, including breast lumps and pain. Um, uh, benign lumps, I prefer to say at this point. I'd like to also mention Zongqi pathologies and indications of especially deficiencies of Zongqi with dyspnea, shortness breath, cough, and palpitations as three of these applications. And the last one I'd like to mention would be psychic manifestations, especially depressions and sadness as uh, manifestations of uh, qi disorders, we'll say. Wow, that's uh, quite a bit. I would actually add on that it's been known to be used for lactation issues, for mastitis issues, uh, besides what you talk about with cough and asthma. But I think it's uh, one major point for the breast issue, as well as a psychiatric issue that uh, uh, you talk about. So... Um, Let's go to point combination. Ren 17 is frequently combined with stomach 40 and lung 7 for the treatment of bronchial asthma. Combining with lung intestine 4 and 11 is frequently used for mastitis. 
combination of REN18 is frequently used for stopping cough, uh, for shortness of breath, and asthma. Combining with uh, basically uh, Sao point, heart three point, is used for lactation difficulties and chest distensions. Combined with bladder, uh, urinary bladder thirteen, lung su point, as well as lung five, lie chue, uh, lung seven, um, used for treat almost any kind of lung issues. And for vomiting, we can frequently combine with REN12, REN12 for vomiting. So that's just some of my combinations, Jim. How let would just you... Add, let me just yeah, add, add a couple points. Uh, one, I'm not sure. I may have misheard what you said, but uh, shouts, uh, I, I thought I heard heart one or heart nine or something. It's small intestine one, right? When you do shouts for lactation deficiency with REN17. I may have misheard, so I'll just say small intestine one shouts for lactation deficiency with REN17. I think I think I say small intestine three. Seltzer, I think, is small intestine one. one. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So that was my mis- mistake. Oh, my, I may have misheard. The second one is I don't think I heard it. Maybe you said it also. Pericardium six for me would be a main point to combine with the N17, both for chest discomfort uh, problems, even in the the breast area, but uh, also for the psychic complaints that might be associated with the indications uh, or application of REN17. So pericardium uh, pericardium 6 and REN17. Okay. And otherwise with the, yeah, did you have a point? No, Uh, go ahead. We're good. I wanted to talk about the needling and I wanted to underline that one has to be very cautious of a perpendicular insertion. In fact, it would be best not to needle perpendicularly here. Um, There is always the possibility of a sternal foramen at this point that's not easily palpable because of the, the chest tissue or the tissue superficial, the soft tissue to the bone. And because of the possibility of a sternal foramen, or a, if you prefer, a hole in the sternum, a perpendicular insertion may be quite dangerous, eventually injuring the pericardium of the heart. Okay, So I wanted to say that first. Then I'll mention that I generally will needle this one horizontally over bone. And um, in many cases, it will be inferiorly, but in some cases, I'll needle it in different directions. For example, for bilateral breast distension, I might consider needling it towards each breast. Uh, that means going in one direction, going and turning, turning the needle around and going in the other direction. And uh, it's also quite possible to use two needles for this to the one point, going from one side, uh, going from the middle run 17 to one breast, and then a second needle to the other breast. So that would be a variation of needling, in fact, using two needles. What's the likelihood you're going to have a hole there? A sternum uh, it's, for it's, Raymond. It's apparently very rare, but apparently there was a death from it, uh, from someone needling. I believe it was a physician, but I no longer am sure of that, who actually needled perpendicularly, went into the sternum and caused a uh, significant uh, trauma, or even, I believe it was a case of death. I think mm-hmm. it was a Northern European country, but I don't have that information with me right at this moment. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it gets to a point where that even Lei uh, Jin Tui talk about how that if you're inexperienced, it's better if you not needle and just do moxa. So it seems like safer if you just do moxa for that point. Obviously, I think if you're well-trained and you're confident, I think you don't usually have any kind of issue like this. Uh, but it's good to be careful. So if we go to classics, then Jiu Jiai Jin talk about this is good for asthma and shortness of breath. Nanjing, the classic of difficulties, talk about this point is very good for food reception and digestion. Beiji Qianjin Yaofang uses this as an acute emergency point to maxa for waking up um, uh, uh, unconsciousness. Tongnan Sushi talk about this is for cough. This is for chest congestion. This is also for lactation difficulties.
啊，拯救大臣 talk about the same thing. Yu Longer talk about the same 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 thing except he talk about insomnia and asthma. Um, and so the Zhenjiu Dazhen actually put this point in the sense of an intersecting of five channels: the foot tie-in channel of the spleen, foot sawing channel of the kidney. The hand channel of the Tai Yang, the hand channel of the Sao Yang, and the Ren channel. Okay, so not everybody、uh, think that way, but that's at least what Zhen Jiu Dazhen say. Now there is quite a bit of research on this,、um, and it has a regulating function on the heart organ. On a heart organ, so for coronary heart disease or atrial fib, there seems to be a good function in changing that dysfunction or irregular heartbeat. It can also change the circulation of coronary artery, as well as to the brain, as well as to the brain. It can also change the secretion of prolactin. It can actually increase the prolactin level, and actually help to stimulate breast milk productions. Breast milk productions. So these are just some of the things I can find. Anything to add? No, I think you added some very good points there. Thank you. Let's go to the last point. Run eighteen again. Another Taoist point named Yu Tang means the Jade Room, the Room of Jade or the Palace of Jade, is very close now in the heart area. Sometimes we call the heart the Room of Jade. Jade means importance, precious. So the Palace or the Room of Precious frequently has a lot to do with. Uh, with the with with the lung,、uh, well, I'm sorry, with with the heart. But since interesting enough, the J frequently talk about here is basically the white J. It's the color of the lung. So it's also they know that this point can also use for lung issues for lung issues.、Uh, its、uh, other name is called Yu Yin. And Zhen Jiu Jia Yijing first originates this point as Yu Yin point in a location that is、uh, lower than Ren Nineteen.、Uh, so, how would you locate this point? On the anterior midline of the thorax, at the level of the third intercostal space. There is also saying that is about one point six chun above Ren Seventeen. I don't know if I would do it that way, but that's at least has been given.、Uh, so that is the location. Let's look at the action. This point can open up the chest, stop the pain, uh, uh, stop pain, stop asthma, stop cough, stop vomiting, descent reversals. How would you use this point, Jim? A、uh, main indication would be the local applications for、uh, thoracic pain. Possibly using it for lung and heart disorders. Yes, cough and asthma and that kind of situations. Okay, point combination. We can use Ren eighteen combined with a lung su point bladder thirteen, as well as Kong Zui. That's lung eight、uh, for the treatment of bronchial asthma. We can combine with Ren thirteen. <clears throat> to the treatment of excessive excessive expiration, we can combine with Ren Nineteen for the treatment of chest congestion and pain and cough. We can combine with、uh, Ren Seventeen, Lung Seven, Lung Five for asthma and cough.、Uh, so a lot of chest pain and asthma issues, as well as throat issues. How would you need it? Horizontal insertion,、uh, needled often in different directions depending on the application, but inferior or superiorly, or even in a lateral direction. Zero point five to one sun. You know, in the text, you talk a lot about going downward and upward, and you're talking about laterally. In what situation would you need a lateral toward if, the chest? If I was using it for thoracic pain, and the patient said, "I have pain just at the level of red eighteen," of course they all know where the points are, 
and then said it's about an inch to two inches away as well, diffuse, then I would say I'll needle a local point at red 18 and direct it laterally into the, into the intercostal space. In other words, not deep, but in a horizontal application. I do also want to mention, since you brought it up, uh, some uh, practitioners needle it inferiorly or even REN17, the more commonly used one, and others superiorly. One of the um, uh, doctors I work with in China or learned from in China suggested needling it always uh, superiorly for a cough, and it seemed to contradict the logic to me, but that was her uh, suggestion, and uh, with her 40 years of experience, I thought it was a pretty good idea. But um, So you see different applications, superiorly or inferiorly, sometimes not following the logic of one theoretical model or another. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. So if we look at classics, Zhen Jiu Jiai Jin talk about how this point is used for chest fullness, asthma, bone pain, rib pain, vomiting, restlessness. Tong and Su Xie talk about how this is also used for vomiting, phlegm of a cold type, and restlessness. And Bai Zhen Hu talk about how this is good for restlessness, uh, vomiting as well. So looking at self-care, we can use the middle finger uh, along with the uh, other fingers to gently uh, massage or pressure this point for three to five minutes each time for the treatment of vomiting, chest pain, as well as uh, uh, breast uh, is distending pain issues. So that's all I have, Jim. Yes. Uh, it was a wonderful group of points. I can't wait for us to go to run 19 to run 24 next time. Thank you, Dr. Gao. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points, and we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health.